Hello everyone, welcome back to Morgan Hasn't Seen Oh Janine, does it feel good to be this side of episode 200? It does, and we're, we're you know, delving into some lovey-dovey things, and you know that's one of my favourite genres, so I'm, I'm excited. <laughs> it certainly is, and we're doing that for, for a very obvious reason. It's February, you know, Valentine's Day, the, the, the month of romanticized things and all these kind of situations so it makes sense i think janine two one for episode 201 <laughs> two one for episode 201 yes oh you mean the date <laughs> yes <laughs> oh you see you're, you're you're mixing around the date i got i got confused then because oh, yes you're weird you're britishy your... you're weird britishy not... things <laughs> but it's not weird is it because every other country on the entire planet no. does it this way no it's confusing it's not confusing it's very <laughs> straightforward i've never understood why really... it's done the other way <laughs> I found us really getting into these like American versus British debates a lot lately. Like we literally just had one about <laughs> Dennis the Menace. We did before this. We we were Dennis the Menace is an obviously a British thing. He's a little horrible kid who wears a black and red jumper or sweater and has black kind of messy, spiky, all about hair. And apparently, yeah. no. Dennis the Menace in America is some Charlie Brown-looking dude. <laughs> yes, because I was wearing a black and red sweater, and you said, why am I dressed like Dennis the Menace? I'm like, Dennis the Menace doesn't wear this. And you were like, yes, he does. And so I'm like, no, like, am I remembering it wrong? So I pull up this picture, you pull it up, and it's this little kid with black and red striped sweater and black hair. And I'm like, ah, who the hell is this? I know Dennis, the, Dennis the Menace to be wearing red overalls, wearing a blue and black striped shirt, and have blonde Nonsense. hair. And you're Nonsense. like, who is that? So yes, we, we will always be kind of debating back and forth. But yes, here I would say it is 2-1 is the date. Well, it's not. It's February the 1st, apparently. <laughs> I didn't even realize this was coming out on February the 1st because, you know, recording in advance and things yes. like this. But we're here, we're back. Yay. It's Morgan Hasn't Seen. It's the start of a new series in, in, in honour, I suppose, of the fact it's Valentine's Day and we like to do um, romancy rom-coms and, and these kind of things usually on Morgan Hasn't Seen and, and various shows around this time of year. Um, we're doing a series on love games, I think we're going to call it, yeah. this month. So it's people playing games with relationships, people playing games with romance, and generally just, you know, thinking way too much about these sort yeah, of things. Yeah, thinking and... they have to kind of go by some types of rules to, to you know, get love or, or to protect themselves from love, or, you know, that love is some kind of game that they can win or, you know... Uh, you know, beat or something like that. So I, I, I found myself discovering that this is kind of an interesting subgenre. That there are quite a few movies that fit this oh, idea. So I thought there were some fun ones in there that we could get into. So yeah, just a very specific romance subgenre of love game films. I do always think it's an interesting thing to think about. Like, what, why, why do people play such? games like i can almost understand 
playing games with yourself, like in your own mind, like, you yeah. know, you know, and having scenarios thought out of best case scenario, worst case scenario and those kind of things. But actually playing games with other people in this kind of world, in, in the in the relationship sense, I don't think is nice. Or even think thinking, you know, reasonable. Or even thinking there's like an organized way to manage your emotions. exactly. You know, like we have a character in this movie who it's gets very dumped. natural, isn't it? Yeah, we have this character in this movie gets dumped, and she's reading this book about like the Ten Commandments of Love, and you know, the command first commandment is to you know do this, and second commandment is to do that, and you know, some way to kind of organize or compartmentalize, you know how you perceive love and and it'll work yeah. out for you if you just follow these steps you know and i don't think love quite works like that but well, no no certainly <laughs> not i mean i i always i always just think of it's just it's natural and kind of in the moment impulse almost yes rather yes. than something that's strictly planned out like in, in any sense you know a a positive in a relationship or a negative in a relationship, perhaps an end of a relationship, whatever it may be, is always just a feeling. It's not some sort of big play. It's not some sort of big plan. But in this movie, and in movies like it, these things are often presented as kind of plans, these manipulative situations that people try and craft to to, to create the best possible situation for themselves. And usually it comes... Uh, back to to bite them and they end up by the end of these movies realizing that why have i been playing all these games all the time it's so much easier and more straightforward to just cruise along with it yes like our our lead character in this movie today of course we're talking about the sweetest thing from 2002 oh, yes. Yes, um our lead character played by cameron diaz christina she is very much somebody who you know will do a lot of things and play games in order to protect herself so she'll you know flirt she'll have fun but she won't she'll avoid kind of making any real commitment to somebody because she wants to protect herself from getting hurt but kind of who wins in that scenario you still kind of end up alone and you know unfulfilled in terms of romantically um so you know what does it do to not take that chance so uh the movie kind of opens in kind of depicting christina as how she acts in in her dating life so we we get this fun interview type uh set up for the beginning of guys being asked about you know uh, her character christina and like what do they think about her yeah and talking directly to to us talking directly to the camera now i'm sure i've seen this opening before and I've never seen this movie before today. Obviously, we're doing it for Morgan hasn't seen, but I'm 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 convinced I have seen the opening of this movie or some sort of parodied Something version similar. of it. But definitely a, a series of men being almost interviewed, but speaking directly to camera about their experiences with one particular woman. Please enlighten me somewhat on what I'm thinking of if it's not Hmm. this movie, because I'm absolutely convinced I have. When I turned it on, I thought, yeah, when I 
pressed play on this movie and this was how the movie opened. I thought, oh my God, have I seen this movie before and I'm going to cheat the Morgan hasn't seen system. But no, I've not. I didn't see it. I've not, I've not seen this movie yet, but I've definitely seen this opening yeah. somewhere now I'm, before. Now I'm trying to think of like what movie would have made you kind of think that. Because um, another movie that kind of, Yes, another movie that kind of does something similar I think is is a movie called Must Love Dogs with Diane uh, Lane and uh, certainly John not seen Cusack. that one. Yes, and you, I know you've not seen that. Um, so yeah, it's basically guys that she's dated in the past, kind of talking about what they think of her, and you know we have some very disgruntled, bitter guys trying to act like. So we have very... like one guy who's on like an exercise bike in a class, and he's kind of trying to play it cool, like, oh, you know. You, you know, she she you know had her own way about doing things, but I'm fine. Like, you know, I'm not bothered. And he's like, you know, pedaling faster and getting more intense. And then another guy getting so angry and kind of passive aggressive that he's like, oh well, yeah, the reason she wasn't into me is because she's she must be a lesbian, you know, and just being very, very kind of yes. aggressively uh defensive. There's um, one guy well, who who I kind of related to. And this one guy at the beginning who's just like, she said she would call me. She 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 never called me. I mean, uh, she could have called me to say that she wasn't going to call me. And, and then I would have thanked her for calling me to say that she wasn't going to call me. <laughs> and that's all I needed, really. And I just yeah. felt so sorry for this poor guy. I, yeah, like I could I could relate to that. Um, and like, then we have like... Me. We have a young Frank Grillo like popping up. He's like a guy in the shower and he's like, oh, yeah, you know, I got her number. But, you know, I waited three days to call her. So he's also kind of playing games on his end. So he's like, look, I'm going to, you know, I waited three days. I'm going to give her a call. And he calls her and it's like movie phone. Welcome to movie phone. Yeah. And she like obviously gave him a fake number. And also just a, a reminder that movie phone was a thing. And that's how you would find out when movies were playing <laughs> was calling this number and just waiting to hear the show times of, of movies um so yes the uh, difficulty the difficulty <laughs> yes of, of, of existing and living life in 2002 um so yes yeah, just kind of this very funny montage of all these guys who had previously dated her who she kind of you know burned and, and played these games with and you know acted interested and then only to just kind of ghost them uh before ghosting was a, a term in our lexicon so i like this it's very fun much that, though it's very yes. much ghosting so it sets this tone that this movie is going to be really silly i mean this was an era of kind of these weird over-the-top kind of comedies like i remember watching a lot of movies like this uh very much more guy-centric ones at the time like there was a movie yeah. called tom cats with um jake Busey and and uh oh, jerry o'connell where you know he's like this play yeah and it's a very much a, a comedy of this kind of vein there's a movie called saving silverman with uh um uh, steve zahn and and jack black and um what's his name from american pie um there could be several people. Jim, I don't Jim, know. Jim, Jason Biggs, <laughs> J Jason Biggs, uh, and, and it's a very kind of a silly, over the top uh, comedy like that. So, okay, 
this was the era of these kinds of movies. So to kind of get one that was female driven, I thought was a lot of fun. And I, I, I own the movie. So kind of in watching the commentary or like the behind the scenes stuff, the, the writer of the film, she's best friends with the actress, Kate Walsh, who people might know from like private practice or Grey's Anatomy. Uh, she played Addison. She, um, they were best friends. She kind of based a lot of the aspects of the female friendships in this movie to, to their friendship, just kind of their silly inside okay. jokes and words they'd make up and silly dances they do and kind of, you know, just being silly and goofy with each other. And and I think a lot of women relate to the friendship that the, the, the three ladies have in this movie that it feels very relatable of a silly kind of girl friendship. And that's what I really love about this movie because it feels very genuine. You know, there are some silly things happening, <laughs> very much silly things happening, oh, but the are. friendship... But the friendship feels real. How they kind of talk to each other and goof with each other feels very real to like female friendships that I've had. Uh, so, so that's what I love about it. That that's kind of the core. So, well, now obviously, I I I've never had female friendships as I'm not female, <laughs> but I've had friendships with more than enough women yeah. to to understand to some degree. The, the 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 vibes of what's going on here and i really yeah. do i appreciate this movie a lot for really not taking anything seriously no it's just having really so much just fun. being absolutely silly completely goofy and like you say they the dynamic of the main three in this movie who's cameron diaz christine applegate and selma blair is just really, really entertaining. You see a lot of love for each other within that, and you see people that take themselves seriously in their lives, you know, take their work seriously and things like this, or as seriously as is to be expected. But when they come together, when they they are when they go out together, when they are acting as one. They're just like a ball of craziness. They're a, yeah. a goof. They're, they are one big goofball. Yes. The three of them. And I like, I, I guess I like people who are like that, you know, who are kind of serious in what they're in doing. In the things that, that are important. To what they're doing, yeah. but are massively able to just be just stupid goofy when they and have, silly when they and totally be. immature when they're with their friends when they're, when they're with the right people so i do like right off the bat i do like that friend dynamic and i like this yeah. kind of fun not, interview not annoyingly so either yes yes so right off the bat we, we do get kind of this energy of what christina is like she's somebody who plays games with guys because it's it's a tactic to kind of protect herself um and then we kind of get into meeting her and it's, it takes place in San Francisco. So she's kind of, you know, very music of the time playing and, and we meet Ridiculously her. 2002. Yes. <laughs> yes. The sexual revolution song. And she's dancing up the hill and Christina Applegate's dancing down the other side of the hill and they meet up and they're listening to it on their little, you know, like, <laughs> um, little pocket music players you know some sort uh, of walkman equivalent yes yes <clears throat> so um like an ipod shuffle <laughs> type thing which yeah, i'm just but... thinking what would have been around in 2002 i ipods ipods 2000 no that's too early 
I mean, something something similar. It. Something similar to that. Um, a Zune. <laughs> no. No. We're not, <laughs> All our we're guardians not of the galaxy. Um, <laughs> but something to that effect that they're listening yes. to this song. Um, yeah, no, and then we meet Jane, who is Selma Blair's character. She's just been dumped by her longtime boyfriend, and she's reading this book about love commandments, and, you know, she didn't, you know, trying to follow these commandments to, to make herself feel better about her situation. And so, you know, Christina, uh, uh, Cameron Diaz's character is very much like throw away this dumb book like don't yeah. listen to that and then they're telling her all the things that you tell your friend who got dumb like he you know he's gonna call you up in two seconds and realize you know what he's missing out on and you don't need him and like all the very much supportive things and then they decide to take her out so then we get a really kind of fun club energy which you know I wish I, I wish I my singles kind of had the, this energy like I tried tried to be like this a little bit but you know uh, I don't I don't try to be like <laughs> this at all um, I, I, it's, it's totally not my. I mean, uh, it's vibe. not your vibe at all. But it definitely made me, you know, want to be that friend group. You know, just going out to clubs and being the girls who, you know, the the security guard just lets right in, and, and everyone else is waiting in line. And this I know, found we... really quite funny, <laughs> actually. But they they just like they they turn up, they come dancing about the three of them. Yeah. Or mainly Cameron Diaz and, and Christian Applegate at this point, because Emma Blair's kind of miserable and yeah. doesn't really want to be there. Want to be she's there? Been drowned yeah. out. She's kind of acting like I would in this situation. It's like, yeah, no, it's come out, like come you. out, come out. It's yeah. like, I don't want to come out. I really don't like it. I'm going yeah. to sit in a corner in the club or bar or wherever we're going. Yeah. And I'm not going to enjoy myself. Nobody's going to speak to me. I'm not going to speak to anybody else. And you lot are going to just go up, dance about, and drink, and have the best time. And I'm going to be sat here on my own, not enjoying myself. And this is what I think in these kind of environments anyway. So I, I, I'm into what Selma Blair's to, to Selma attitude Blair's was in this Jane particular character. Yes. But I found this entrance to this club really quite funny. <laughs> just for one little moment, because they all obviously come bouncing up to the, the, the bouncer on the door or the guy on the door and he knows that it's like hey how are you like yeah come on in and there's this massive queue of people and the huge queue of people is uh, giving it the big one and, and going oh what was that what's going on here why are all these people why, why are you no, letting them in yeah why are these in? and he just goes shut up and, <laughs> and they, they all just real quiet startled <laughs> silence yeah. just like, oh yeah sorry I felt so I, thought, we, I, th I thought that was really quite funny. Yes. Um, so then we kind of get just it. It depicts how much of regulars, you know, uh, Christina Applegate and Cameron Diaz are to this club scene. Uh, they kind of know everybody. They they are very just comfortable there. And like you said, Jane is just very much like I don't want to be there, sitting on this like waterbed kind of seat, God, yeah, it's and awful. just bobbing around, very uncomfortable. Uh, Christina Applegate and Cameron Diaz are dancing and then like very much relatable in terms of like you're dancing with your girlfriend, you're having fun dancing with your girlfriend. If you see a cute guy, like, hey, but no, you're kind of just there to dance with your girl because it's a good song. And then these guys come up and they try to dance with you. And then so these two guys who are just over the top kind of dance with them and like describing the moves they're doing and just doing way too much. And then, you know, then you kind of 
dance close to your friend like okay we're gonna go now and then you try to be like make a cute exit like definitely have been there where, where you just kind of grind up on your girlfriend so that they'll like leave you alone and then kind of try to do a cute like okay we're gonna go over here when the guys so are doing a little me. too much and that felt so like stuff like that in this movie just felt so relatable to and there's you know. a lot there's a lot of that kind of stuff <laughs> stuff there's a lot of yeah. that kind of comedy going on in this movie yeah and it is just stuff that just annoys me it's, <laughs> it's why i don't like these kind of things because i don't just i don't want to watch people try and fail i don't like watching people <laughs> try and fail and the entire nightlife scene is basically these sad that. people trying and failing but I, especially I with think... someone like christina um Cameron Diaz's character because that's her whole thing like she's not gonna let yeah. anybody really uh you know get close to her so uh we also get a cameo by Christina Applegate's then husband he's the leather coat guy who buys them drinks so she oh, kind of calls yes. dibs on yeah so that that was her hu then husband at the time uh playing that, that was guy. stupid as well they must have spent about 10 minutes of each 10 minutes to each other <laughs> just saying uh, I'm fine now. Huh? How are you? Yeah, how you doing? I'm yeah, fine. I'm how are you yeah, doing? Are I'm you? fine. How are you doing? <laughs> yeah, just, just back and forth. Um, because literally, I think that's just meant to invoke the idea that, like, that it, this is, is not about getting to know each other. It's literally about just hooking up. Uh, so. Giving the eyes. Yes. So Christina's talking to Jane and trying to, like, hype her up because Jane's just like, I don't want to be here. I want to go home. I feel miserable. I just got dumped. And Christina's trying to like hyper up, like, no, just try to talk to this guy. Look at this guy right here. Like, let's try to set you up with him. And she like grabs his ass, and it's Thomas Jane. And he turns around, he's like, Excuse me, like, what was that for? And she's like, Well, this is my friend Jane. You should dance with her and like pushes them together, which I've had friends do this to me too before. Um, Horrible thing to do. Never yes. do that to anybody. Right? And it's so awkward. And he's like, Oh, no, no, I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm trying to meet my friends. And then so he kind of walks off. And she's like, oh, see, I messed up. You know, Jane now feels even more terrible. She's like, oh, he didn't like me. I'm such a loser. And then, you know, supportive friend Christina's like, don't worry about him. He's an asshole. And Thomas Jane is right there, who plays Peter. He hears this and he's like, excuse me, what did you just call me? <laughs> and she just tries to play it off like, he's like, I heard you, you just called me an asshole. And she's like, well, I haven't done friend. anything wrong here. Yes, right? And, you know, she's like, well, you're rude to my friend. He's like, I was not rude to your friend. You you just manhandled me and, like, threw my friend, you threw your friend in my face. Like, so then they kind of start arguing and Jane's just kind of, like, in the middle. And then this cute guy's, like, giving her the eye. So she's kind of distracted by this cute guy while the two of them are just kind of bickering at each other. So you see, like, some, and, like, I like the way that they kind of make this argument play out to where it feels very kind of like there's chemistry there just even in this it argument yes, so it's it very cute um so by the end of the argument he kind of calls her out like on her on her kind of her shit basically telling her you like you seem like the type of person who just likes to play games with people so you don't have to get close to anybody and uh so then that kind of takes her back that he really just like threw some realness at her in this argument because yeah. you know, she obviously like knows she's like this but she doesn't want to like admit that to herself so the fact that he is like this guy who doesn't even know her just kind of with this brief encounter was able to kind of pull that on her like it th plays her on her mind then yeah she, she's kind of constantly thinking about pete <laughs> 
Um, yes. And the other two are noticing that it's just like, oh, who's this guy who's yes. got all ruffled? Yeah, so she's in the bathroom t- telling uh, Christina Applegate about it. And uh, she's like, okay, well, you seem like, I've never seen you this bajiggity. So I like that they have their own little, like, made up word, word. bajiggity, which I think is really cute. Because, uh, like, I think would friends you use have that. Bajiggity. I've never seen you so bajiggity over some guy because it's like, you know, you can't find the word to describe it. So you just make something up. Like, I think you and me have like made up words that we use all the time do we? for different things. I think we do. Not, not to <laughs> you know? that extreme. Not, not no, to the but like, you know, extreme. if we're talking like confusicals, I think, you know, we say silly things. Like that, that, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I'll give you that um, one. Yes. Um, very confusicals, you know. So I, I I think it's fair that you know friends have words like bajiggity to like describe this guy kind of just getting to you in a weird way. Um, this meanwhile, is, that's a good thing actually because the word confusicals isn't like true confusion. It's not like I'm truly confused. I haven't got a clue what's going on. It's more like please just clarify. Yeah. <laughs> and. There's temporary loss of brain function. Exactly. So yeah, I mean, it's, it, there's a there's a it's specificity fair. to certain words like this. I think that um, is actually fair enough. Yes, to, but sometimes in a, in your friendship with somebody, you just need a word that you know to both of you means yeah a very specific thing. Uh, that, yeah, that, that you good can't point. Find good point, Janine. Yes. So yes, I love that they have their little word bajiggity, and like right away you kind of get what it means <laughs> um also just kind of to add to the comedy of this scene uh christina applegate she's like you know putting like powder on her cleavage and somebody's looking at her and she's like oh it's okay you know they're fake and she's like oh yeah you can feel them if you want <laughs> and and christina's like oh yeah just grab them she loves it. she loves it <laughs> like very much girl energy in a bathroom uh, and then guys walk by and they see like all these girls like feeling her boobs and like that's why girls go to the bathroom together. So I love just kind of these random moments of comedy peppered in while they're trying to have this serious conversation. So she's explaining to her, yeah, he just says this thing that's just so like so real and I don't understand like why he would say that. And then she like calls him by name and she's like, oh my gosh, you like remembered his name? Like what's going on? Like this is serious. I think you like him. So then, you know, of course, she doesn't want to admit that she likes him. So then she, you know, as they're coming out of the bathroom, she spills his drink. So she offers to buy him a new drink. And this is kind of where they start having this very nice conversation, kind of very flirty and getting to know each other and really cute and kind of talking most of the night. And then his brother comes up, played by Jason Bateman, with a bunch of like drunk girls. And he's like, hey, you know, we're having a bachelor party. We're at this suite at the Four Seasons. You should come. You're hottie. Like Jason Bateman's just kind of like a <laughs> very Jason much a Bateman. bit of a pig in this movie. Jason Bateman is, is very strange in this movie. I mean, yes. I think we're used to a slightly cleaner. Yes, Jason he looks Bateman. very scroungy and like you know met like you know very unkempt just very messy hair messy beard and even when he's like he can be or jason bateman can be very kind of he can play mean characters he can play very cynical characters but he 
I, I can't remember really ever seeing him play kind of sleazy. such a a sleazy <laughs> character, such like a pig of a human yeah, being. Yeah, that so he actually like, oh, you're is. You're a hottie. Movie. You need to come with us to the hotel. You're such a hottie, and like camera dudes is really weird. Like, ugh, like what? Um, so he's trying to get her to come, and he's like trying to talk up his brother, and um. You know, he sees that there's some kind of vibe there and, and she's he's like, OK, yeah, well, I mean, you should come if you want. And uh, she's like, oh, so there's a wedding. And he's like, oh, yeah, it's like ne- next uh, Saturday in Somerset where we're from. And so she kind of he's like, but yeah, I mean, if you want to come to the hotel, like you're welcome to come. I hope I hope you stop by. And she's like, oh, yeah, maybe we'll stop by. It would be interesting if the wedding was in Somerset in in, in Britain, in England. And everybody was talking like farmers and pirates, like they do in Somerset. What? You know, what's the pirate voice? That's what people from Somerset talk like. They talk like pirates? They talk like pirates. That's that's the pirate accent. That's because a lot of pirates came from, like, Bristol and and Somerset. So that's where it comes from. Just just throwing some some, uh, facts out there interesting comedy i think um is if everybody movie. was talking like farmers and pirates yeah it would be so weird. from this exchange we're under the impression that jason bateman is the one getting married so then he just seems even more sleazy that he's like trying to get all these girls to come to this yeah sweet um one of the so one then, of these situations where in movies i feel like this only really ever happens in movies on people's bachelor parties and and things like this where it's perfectly reasonable apparently to sleep with about 14 sex workers who you've hired or someone's hired <laughs> the day before your wedding yeah like, i mean it's why just is this a, a thing <laughs> because technically you're still single so nonsense i guess, that, I guess that's the, I guess, nonsense i guess that's the movie logic right so you think, okay, happened. maybe she's going to go. You think maybe she's going to go. Like, she seemed like she let her guard down a little bit. She seems like she actually liked him. Um, but then we see, no, she just went home. <laughs> and just another moment where th- this girl friendship feels very natural is she gets a voice message from from christina applicate who was like yeah. you're a big loser and she starts like rapping a song about how she's a big loser for not going <laughs> to the you hotel didn't hook up with pete yes and she like makes a whole rap song about it like you're a big loser <laughs> you're a big loser <laughs> so i think it's like really cute and it's not then the best song in the movie no though, it's not it? no but it, i like it always makes me laugh because it feels very much like a, how i would talk to my girlfriends and then she like has this dream that she did go and it's like this great dream and she hooks up with peter and, and um but it didn't happen. So it's like next morning she decides to call the suite to see if he's there. Cause now she's like kind of regretting that she didn't go, but they have already checked out. So she's kind of just like bummed that she didn't do anything about it, that she let the moment pass and, you know, playing her games like she always is. Um, and so then the, and now we just kind of get some filler kind of fun scenes just with our characters kind of yeah. uh, hanging out. Um, so then we get them going to lunch in, in China. Yes. <laughs> Which Jane, she's like, okay, I'll meet up with you guys in a second. I have to drop something off at the dry cleaners. And they're like, what do you have to drop off? And she's like, oh, is that, 
is that your dress uh, that you borrowed from me? And like they pull the dress out of the bag and there's but no, there's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with this. Yes, Did Jane's just trying to be like, on it? no. And Jane's like, no, no. And she's like, ah, eh, what is that? And so, yes, there is a spunky, crusty stain on the dress from it's that guy that was kind of eyeing her at that. Well, I don't. <laughs> I don't know. The noise, an accurate word, Janine, an accurate word, but a horrible word. Yes. So then we get this very kind of interesting scene where she has to take it to the dry cleaner. And obviously this is like a a family dry cleaner who she's known, who knows her mother and her grandmother. So she tries to like drop it off real quick and leave. But here comes the guy. He's like, hey, Jane, how are you doing? And she's like, oh, good. Okay, I got to go. Well, how's your mother? Oh, she's good. Oh, how's your grandma? Uh, oh good okay bye oh well what do you have here what do we have here so she's like oh what are you talking about he's like and so she has to kind of explain this stain and she's like oh i must have spilled the soda on it he's like no this isn't soda think jane what is the stain i can get it out easier if i know what it is and she's like i don't know and then here comes a bunch of children on a field trip (laughs) from from like a catholic school and while he's trying to figure out what the stain is and then the lady kind of running the field trip is her like teacher from when she was in school and then here comes like the priest (laughs) that she knew when she was a kid all these people surrounding her while this guy is like licking and trying to like investigate this funky stain on the dress and jane's just like oh my gosh so then cut to them having lunch at this restaurant and Jane kind of talking about her hooking up with that guy the night before. And then they get into this interesting conversation where they're like, okay, you know, when a guy isn't that big, you know, we sometimes have to lie to him to like, you know, make his ego feel okay. So we tell him that he's just so big. <laughs> and then it turns into this I... whole song about Uh, you know telling a guy his 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 penis is big (laughs) i think this is the absolute highlight of this movie look let's call this movie what it is this is this is a pure fun sex comedy yes yes and i i love it for that i love it for its kind of silliness it's not a brilliant movie but no, oh my but God, it's is so it ridiculously fun. enjoyable to <laughs> it's watch. It's so fun. So yes, there's this, this whole like musical number of them singing the yeah. song about you're too big to fit in here because you tell a guy you can't fit there or in certain areas. And this but is it, this it's whole so, <laughs> All of the comedy in this movie is so wonderfully direct. Yes. It's like, <laughs> it's... it's it's American Pie level, if if that's obviously the male version. Of of the pure late nineties, early two thousands sex comedy vibe, yeah. which which I do enjoy. Then this is is just absolutely the female version of it because it's the same level of ridiculously kind of occasionally gross humor with really direct sex humor and random and kind of things that silliness, take you out of the movie a, yes a touch of slapstick yes sometimes random things that take you out of the movie sometimes things that tonally don't seem to fit with the rest of the movie like the opening that we talked about before yes, but it just or... seems to all work <laughs> yes <But> this, I mean... <laughs> this penis song is <laughs> phenomenal by the way it's it's so 
they're, they're in the middle of they're in the middle of a restaurant. They're in the middle yes. of a restaurant, and then I everybody gets involved with "You're too big to fit in here, too big to fit in here," and they're all dancing about, waving their arms. The line, and I was very much like, "Okay, okay." How is Morgan gonna feel about this scene? It's I'm into so, it. Out of I'm into nowhere, it. It's so random. Is he gonna hate it? See, this is so ridiculous. What is he gonna think? So I'm so. You should know that I'm into ridiculous hear. things, though. <laughs> I'm so elated to hear that you really enjoyed the penis song. Um, <laughs> so, I did. I did. I mean, I did. And just kind of getting into other very random scenes like this. There's another scene where <laughs> Jane is, you know, um, uh. Uh, giving some uh, some some oral pleasures to yes. this guy that she's seeing and he has a piercing and it gets stuck oh, like behind her tonsils oh it's horrible <laughs> yes and so oh. it's like there's like police and firemen and nurses and all kinds of people in their apartment like trying to figure out the story there's helicopters going outside and everyone's trying to help her figure out how to to get detached from him <laughs> don't get a piercing on your penis yes just don't so do then it. christina tells her hey like just singing it loosens up your vocal cords and so they try to get her to start singing so they start singing the song from armageddon <laughs> they do why yes. are you singing that song of don't all songs close my eyes and so like and then everyone's singing it and it's like warring factions are like hugging and like these leather clad gay people are like kissing and like everyone's like coming together and then like it works and like yeah all the while it. Selma Blair's trying to go and sing yes. <laughs> while she's got a this guy's supposedly very large penis oh yes in his mouth in her yes. mouth and the, the the thought of it, the thought of it is just horrible. Yes, I mean, and just like her whole relationship with this guy, he's like kind of a himbo, so it's really funny. No, he's ridiculously yes. stupid, isn't he? Like, Christina comes out of her room and she runs into him, and he's completely naked, and they see like his thing, and he's like, he's like, he doesn't know where the bathroom is. They point him to the bathroom, and then their their commentary is just like, oh my cock, oh my cock. <laughs> That's They're on the floor say. just going, oh, like, oh, 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 my God, oh, my God, because it's so big. And then Jane comes out just, like, rubbing her, like, self, because it's like she's in pain. <laughs> like, like she, yeah. To which they immediately run to her and just go, ah. Yes, and she's like, he's so cute, but so stupid. <laughs> so, um then we kind of get into um christina really the friendship here really kind of selling itself even more so yeah. christina applegate she is kind of dressed in a nice outfit and she lovingly wakes up <laughs> karen diaz by like putting toothpaste like on her hand and tickling her face that she gets toothpaste all over her face um so she wakes her up and she's like come on get dressed we're going to Somerset. We're going to this wedding. And she's like, wait, what? What are you talking about? She's like, we're going to Peter's brother's wedding. Like, get dressed. Let's go. And Christina's fighting it. She's like, no, that's weird. We can't do it. She's like, no, you remember yesterday you were saying you regretted not going. You called the hotel. You were interested in this guy. You're regretting not talking to him. We're going to go. Because otherwise you're going to be obsessing over this. 
So then they decide mean, to... I, I, I would like to point out that before they do decide to go to the wedding, we do get a little intercut scene of, oh, of, of Jacob Bateman and, and Thomas Jane are back yes. with their grandfather. So they're back in Somerset golfing, but they, they're golfing at this like putting place is literally just to harass the guy in the cage. <laughs> like they're not they're not trying to like shoot at anything specific except the guy in the cage and yeah. he's just he's just getting very upset <laughs> like you're like i'm a human being i'm not an animal <laughs> as they're just like hitting balls at him purposefully so yes they kind of ha are having this conversation and jason bateman's like you like what was with you and the hottie like you were totally into her i could tell and he's like like what are you talking about i was not into her and grandpa's there like hanging out with them wearing a shirt that said who farted and <laughs> This so, grandpa's yeah. also a highlight of the movie, by the way. Yes, grandpa's great. And, you know, Jason Bateman's kind of like, you know, talking about not wanting to settle down and all of these things. And you think it's weird he's kind of talking like that because he's supposedly getting married. And, yeah, he's really just kind of coming for Peter, telling him, hey, I think you really liked her. And then, you know... Peter kind of telling him, well, when you decide to commit to somebody and, you know, that's a very serious thing. It's like you, grandpa, it's like you and grandma. <laughs> and what is grandpa's response when they bring up grandma? I'll, I'll let you say it. I mean, it, it's better. <laughs> so they're like, so wasn't it like this grandpa when, you know, you met grandma? And he's like, fuck grandma. <laughs> I'm talking about Pearl. Pearl was the love of my life. <laughs> So there's just Pearl, there's some a... random <laughs> yes. girl he met in the 40s. So there's just uh like at the World's Fair or something. <laughs> yeah, I met Pearl at the World's Fair in 1940. <laughs> she was yeah. great grandma. <laughs> <laughs> so then it's like this running gag. Someone always brings up grandma and he's just like, grandma. <laughs> like later at the wedding, somebody's like, I bet you miss grandma. And he's like, Rah. <laughs> yeah, because uh, grandma's so no longer with us. No, grandma's he's just no like, longer screw with grandma. us. I'm talking about he my girl. grandma. He's, he's so happy grandma's dead. Yes, so I love the just random gag of just like people randomly bringing up grandma to him and him just groaning and getting annoyed. So good. <laughs> Oh dear. Um, so then we get this little road trip moment of the girls traveling like three hours to Somerset to go to this wedding. And uh, Christina Applegate is like a dirty hoarder. So she like has so much trash in her car, including some like old food in some foil with maggots. And they, you know, throw the food out the window and it flies back and hits their windshield. So they have to stop at a truck stop. And this is where things get interesting. Yes, uh, <laughs> this this truck. Yes, this truck stop, any sort of service station on, on the on the highway, the motorway, whatever you want to call it. it the, the bathrooms. Now, I've actually questionable. I have. I feel like this isn't necessarily the case in Britain, actually, because like service stations, you know, like petrol stations, refueling yeah. stations, the equivalent of truck stops on our motorways are like a, a, a fairly reasonable looking buildings with good interiors, with bathrooms that are, are, are clean, clean. It's clean like, yeah. like supermarket bathrooms, okay. this kind of quality. But 
I have noticed, I have seen, I have actually been in a couple of North American truck stop <laughs> bathrooms yeah. in the US and in Canada that are, that are like this. surprisingly <laughs> similar to this one. Yeah. That are just l- truly look like they haven't been cleaned in years. Yes, and They're on like top that, of this... That, that bathroom to... where... Uh, Michael Myers kills the two yeah. podcasters at the mm-hmm. beginning of 2018's yeah, Halloween. It's, really it's this kind of nasty vibe. Yes. Um, and, and on top of it, it's the guy's restroom because some lady is shitting out of Buick. Yeah. <laughs> yes, <laughs> lovely state. And I love Christina Applegate was like, was it really necessary for her to tell us that? <laughs> 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 so they go into the guy's bathroom christina applegate is going pee in like the urinal like squatting over it and uh how does she actually get herself in this position as well like it's it's impressive contortion i think from christina applegate to to be yeah trying to 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 be bent in such a way to be able to even nearly we in a urinal when you're obviously a a girl yes and so Cameron Diaz, <laughs> she's in the stall and there's like this brick road kind of drawing on the wall. So she follows the brick road oh, to the God. wall where there's the picture of like this cute dog. And she's like, oh my gosh, you look like my dog growing up. So fluffy and cute. And like there's an open hole in the mouth of the dog. So she's trying to look in there to see I what's in what there. Pissing. And it turns out to be a glory hole and someone like, you know, sticks a thing out the hole and says, Bigaboo, like pokes her in the eye. <laughs> How and long as... has that man been waiting on the other side of that glory to do hole? That. Yes, right? To just to make that happen. Um and meanwhile, uh Christine Applegate, who I think her character's name is Courtney, she is trying to flush the urinal and she can't get it. So she's pulling it until the she pulls the whole plumbing off of it and water comes shooting out she goes flying against the wall after christine that's like basically you know penis in her eye she comes flying out and gets all wet too so they're all kind of soaked now uh so now they have to figure out how to dry off and i love this scene of them kind of taking off their wet clothes and their underwear is just like this random underwear because then they met well it's laundry day so it's laundry day you don't have yeah. any of your cute underwear now you have like the big old like granny panties i think cameron Diaz is wearing like a bikini top as a bra <laughs> <laughs> look so you I, think you think this is just a a, a a female issue this is the set i have my reserve underwear exactly that isn't yes. very nice yeah you know that is not my favorite to wear, that he's not comfortable in the slightest. Yes. I mean, uh, nowadays, this is now universal. that I'm older, I will admit that, like, I think I'm kind of the opposite, <laughs> where, like, <laughs> all my granny panties get used up, so then I'm stuck wearing, like, the cute ones that go up my butt. <laughs> at, Just for comfort of, reasons. By the end of laundry day, because I don't I wear, see. like, the cute ones on the daily. I wear the granny ones on the daily. <laughs> um so i'm like the opposite situation at my old age so um yes i just liked the realness of them like wearing random underwear because it's laundry day um so 
now their clothes are soaked. They have their they've gotten to the towns and now they have to figure out where to go. So they find this shop in Somerset, but it's like run by this old lady who the vibe of the clothes are very kind of 80s, very not modern. And, but it's the only dress store in, t- in in for miles, so they have to kind of go there and get the clothes. And they decide they have time for a movie montage. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah. Like a, a fun movie bunch of them trying on outfits from different movies pretty woman dumb and dumber flash dance uh grease and having this really fun you know to shake your groove thing like movie montage moment which is just yes. like so fun and silly another just random ass moments so fun um so they get their clothes and they kind of look a little silly and ridiculous and this is like a popular- they look like they're going to a prom in 1983 yes they have these hats and gloves and, you know, they catch a glimpse of themselves in a car window and a popular gif, if you look up for this movie, is, you know, them kind of feeling like they're in a soap opera. So they say, these are the days of our lives. <laughs> okay. Yes. Because they very much feel like they're in a soap opera. And uh, so they're getting ready to go to this wedding. And then now Christina's feeling kind of dumb. She's like, what am I doing here? Like, this is dumb. This is crazy for me to come all the way out here to see this guy. And she sits on this bench and she's like, you know, I feel dumb. Like, I just need a sign to know that this was the right thing. And like, Courtney's like, you're sitting on his face and he's like on the bench because he's like a real estate agent. And so she's like, okay, it's a sign. And we're going to go to this wedding. So they're, they I'd also to the like wedding. to point out, I'd also like to point out that's doubly funny. Um, the sitting on the face aspect, because of course, in her dream before he was really good at performing oral sex. Yes. And he also, so, like, in the dream, he tells her that, you know, returning the, returning the favor is just a myth. Guys don't like that. Guys that don't was like just, oral sex. That, that, that was just a, a, a falsity brought about somebody in the 50s. That somebody yes, made somebody up. just made up in the 50s. Um, so, yes. Layers. The movie has layers to so many layers. sex it's comedy, Janine. Yes. So they're trying to get into where the wedding is. Um, and Christina goes into this room to use the bathroom. And uh, she finds the bride who is Parker Posey. And she's like really nervous. And yes. Doesn't know if she wants to go through the wedding. But she gives her this kind of nice pep talk. And she also kind of throws in there. And, you know, if it doesn't work out, you can always get divorced. <laughs> Parker Posey's like, you're right. <laughs> Thank of you. course I can do that. I forgot about that. Yes. So Parker Posey's feeling good. Her dad comes to get her, which the the guy who plays the dad is actually uh, Matthew Perry's dad. Um, Okay. Yes. And um, then she ends up getting stuck in there, so she can't get out. So then, you know, she has to kind of break out. (laughs) So she gets out of there, and they find their way into the church. And as they're kind of trying to sneak into the back we realize that this is not Peter's brother's wedding. This is not Jason Bateman's wedding. It is actually Thomas Jane, Peter's wedding. He's the one who's getting married. So when they kind of hear the priest say, you know, Peter, you know, are you ready to get married to this woman? What? (laughs) They're like, Peter? And then like to turn and they knock stuff over and like make a big scene. And then like everyone looks at them (laughs) and Jason Bateman is like, hottie? (laughs) <laughs> yeah all the while they're still obviously in these 1983 prom dresses yes so he's like kind of trying to understand why she's there but they kind of just run away 
Um, and then as they're kind of going through with the ceremony, Parker Posey's starting to get like hives and turn red and like scratching herself. And then they kind of, as they're at the altar, realize that they just, you know, they love each other. They're just not in love anymore and they don't want to do this. So they decide not to get married. Do you know what? It's, uh, it's very, 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 very wholesome almost, isn't it? It's very, very yeah. kind of, what a, what a, a wonderfully kind of mature thing for this movie to do is, yes. is to just go this isn't right for us is it like we don't we yeah. we obviously we, we like each other we respect each other we love we each other but we just not this, in we? love with each other no, anymore and and i do like that they have the scene of her On kind of having hesitation day. yeah and i like that they have the scene of her beforehand having hesitations you know when uh Cameron Diaz had to kind of talk her into it you know so I like that we got that scene so at least there was some lead up yeah. to her already feeling like maybe yeah. I don't want to do this so they decide that they're not going to get married and you know that they just don't love each other anymore so then they're having the reception and they're dancing and they're you're kind of having nice conversation and she's like I actually met somebody online and he's like oh that's really nice and then the dad meanwhile is like threatening him you made me pay for this wedding like I'm gonna kill you the dad's, yeah, like the dad's not happy. The, no. the, the, the priest isn't happy either. The no, priest is really like, not happy. Because, like, during the ceremony, like, she's getting these hives and she's really itchy and she's all red under her veil. And she's like trying to talk to Peter. She's like, Peter. And, like, the priest is like, shh, shh, shh. <laughs> like, trying to stress her up. And he just keeps telling her to be quiet while she's like trying to, like, Peter. Um, so yes, the dad is like really ready to kick Peter's ass because he made him pay for this wedding and like obviously not happening. Um, so but Christina doesn't know any of this. They took off, and so she just is like sad because you know, this guy she really liked, he's getting married, and she wasted her time coming out here, and this is what happens when she kind of opens herself up. So now yeah. she feels like she's kind of proven herself right that like, you know, she should just rule be book somebody is valid yes she just needs to play games so then we get kind of a more emotional scene she tries to like go to the club and like just uh you know dance it out and like act like she's fine so um you know she's just dancing non-stop and you know courtney and jane are kind of sitting there watching her like this girl's really having a breakdown right now but we just need to let yeah. her kind of go through what she's going through so uh the guy, one of the guys who was trying to dance with her in one of the earlier scenes, who was just very kind of overly enthusiastic. She like knows him to be a guy who kind of hits on her all the time. So she's like, well, you know, maybe I'll give him a chance. So she does talk to him and try to have a real conversation with him only for him to be like, man, I was just trying to get laid. <laughs> and, and he gets annoyed and kind of like walks away. So it's very much like she just can't win. Even when now she's trying to kind of open herself up. Yeah you know it's just not working um so she she's just very sad so then um i think oh yeah jason bateman and and, and peter they go to help the dress lady in her story because one of her mannequins gets run over by a car so they're helping her and she asks peter if he wants to be on her mailing list which she, when uh courtney and christina were in her shop she asked them to be on the mailing list so courtney filled it out uh, and wrote something in there, but we didn't see what Courtney wrote. So as Peter's going through the, the book to put his address, he sees Christina yeah. Walters loves Peter and her address. Yeah. So that's what Courtney wrote in there. So then the girls are coming home from somewhere and here is, oh, so they, then I think later that 
So we see them having lunch with Courtney's new boyfriend, who is randomly played by James Mangold. <laughs> yeah, see, I didn't even realize because I didn't know. I don't know what James Mangold looks like. Yes. Apparently, it's this. Apparently, yes. he looks like this. It's, he's a this random guy who's actually who's dating Christina Applegate's character, and he, you know, he's very sweet and nice, and this could be like a real relationship. And he like he's like a children, you know, he's a pediatrician and. Uh, be like a pediatric surgeon so he's like seemingly this perfect guy and she's very much like you know when they're talking about how much they like him she's like just stop talking about i don't want to jinx it she's even talking about like they haven't slept together yet so it's nice we're seeing her kind of be more mature and serious in 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 terms of like wanting a serious relationship so they have this nice lunch and meet her new boyfriend so when they're on their way home they find peter like asleep on on their doorstep so then you know, he kind of goes off on this whole thing. He's like, why were you at my wedding? Like, what's going on? And she kind of doesn't really respond to him. So then he, you know, because she's, I think she's just more in shock that he's even there. And so then he's like, okay, I'm sorry, this was dumb. I should just go. And so then he kind of just like is talking to himself and mutters and like wanders away, like trips on the stairs. And like, so then they have this weird kind of, uh, you know he's leaving and so she tries to catch up with him and so then it's this weird kind of like situation where they have to decide like where where is this going to go why did you yeah. come why did you come to my wedding why did you come all the way here so people it's... just need to have direct conversations with each other yes yes so then we have the the kind of final thing of the movie is thomas jane being interviewed like you know how do you feel like about Christina? Yeah, how do you feel about Christina Walters? And he's talking about how she's the worst person ever and she's terrible. And then, like, she pops out from behind the couch and then, like, you know, we see a wedding picture of the fact that they got married. And Yes, it's clearly uh, all very yes. nice. And yes, it's you all imagine their entire relationship <laughs> is just full of them making fun of each other constantly. Yes. And so, I mean, we got a nice playful of kind bickering. Of, yes, the playful bickering. We got a real because I mean, even with the short scenes of them talking and having conversation, it was very. They they did a good job of 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 giving them chemistry and and oh, absolutely know. for yes. for it being a rom com. I mean, it's more of a sex comedy than a rom com, but yeah. for for its rom com tendencies, for them to not actually have that many scenes scenes of them together together. They do make it work. Yes. And like I've been in situations, you know, in, in terms of like dating when I was younger and things like that, too, where, you know, you you meet somebody and it sparks. And like if you didn't like give them your number or, you know, you had a great conversation with them and you didn't like kind of pursue it, you, you have those regrets. Like it's like it's a chance meeting. It's a quick meeting. It may not be more than a few minutes, but like it, that happens where you have this feeling like, yeah. oh, I should have I should have given him my number. Oh, I should have, you know met him at this place that he invited me to oh, like i've been there so like it feels plausible like it doesn't feel like you know very you know she met this guy for two seconds and now she's doing all these crazy things like it feels very plausible to have those feelings of you know you spark with somebody and oh, yeah, it's feel, it feels different than like how you felt for somebody before even in such a short time and you have it like you feel like if i don't do this thing i'm gonna regret it if i don't take this chance i'm gonna regret it and i've been there before so like it definitely felt relatable even though you know there's kind of a lot of other crazy things happening and it's very much kind of you know the the um kind of over the top rom-com stakes you know yeah 
there I were some did. there were some feelings that felt very real and I, I appreciate like the writer of this movie for really kind of capturing those aspects of just being a single woman and and yeah. single woman friendships and and those kinds of things so a lot of things just felt so relatable that's why i love this movie so much because it just felt relatable to things i've been through in terms of dating in terms of friend groups and things like that so so just the short bit of time that they had together felt like you know you could have developed some feelings and i like that they were able to establish that i also do like that actually you say it feels you know relatable to you but it does for me as well and even you know even though this is obviously an entirely you know woman-centric movie entirely female movies it's all about female friendships and female experiences with with weird kind of infatuation situations with people but infatuation is the is is the same for everybody i think this kind of i have these people i have people in 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 the past i have people that i focus on you know and i'm like i think things about i i as you've just said you know in whatever however long ago you had people who were just like oh i should have done something about that um or you know i wish something would have gone differently with that or i should do something about that and these are the kind of things i i think as well doing those things obviously for someone like me is a whole different um difficult situation <laughs> Yeah, I can off. I have often found myself, Janine, in situations of I should do something about this, and then it being like six months later. Yes, and the moment has passed, and it's done. And it's just like oh. I can't do it now. Can I? Yes. If I do it now, I look like an idiot. Yes, I look like a crazy person. Um, but yes, in terms of kind of the love game aspect, you know, we have Christine as this character who definitely is playing games with guys. You know, not being real with them just kind of living for the moment and you know these guys thinking there's going to be more and she's like very much no giving fake numbers and you know not calling people when she says she's going to call and very much playing that game and then you have people like jane who feel like they need a book of rules and commandments to tell them how to yeah you know get a guy or deal with love or you know the rules of how to you know get get a man to be into you and things like that so definitely plays i think into the into those themes really well of just um you know either playing games to kind of protect yourself or set up rules for yourself so that you know you don't get hurt um or or be vulnerable with somebody um or you know having these commandments that you feel like you need to follow and putting yeah. these rules on love to to try to make it work for you in some kind of organized way so. I think this was a really enjoyable movie. It's 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 not uh, an elite level romance movie. No, but it does some fun things. Yeah, does and, its job. Yes, and and especially like I think this is an era where we're getting a lot of male centric movies like this. So to yeah. get a female kind of led one that definitely uh, honed in on that female energy of of being single yeah, and being absolutely. with your friends and 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 really focusing on strong female friendships and just being silly with each other and all of the things that women can relate to i think a lot of women talk about how this movie just feels very relatable in terms of their own friendships and things like that so and don't get me wrong i think the other two leading ladies are great here but cameron diaz is just nailed on perfect for these kind of roles yes. and these kind of movies 
I think it's entirely her aesthetic of kind of just fun, fun single women, but yeah. who can have that sort of who need to need something to happen for them to look in on themselves. Yes, and, who can put on this confident air. Yes, really really some vulnerability that they're just trying to hide. I think um, she's great in these roles and I think she's great in this movie. I think this movie was absolutely perfect for her. Yeah. Um as 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 great as as Applegate and Selma Blair are as well. Yeah. Um I really do think Cameron Diaz is absolutely perfect for this kind of movie. I had a lot, a lot of fun with this. Yes, I, I love this movie. And just kind of the craziness of like two of the three actresses actually getting a, a MS diagnosis. So I like when I kind of realized that, that is I actually looked to see, you know, do they have they talked to each other? Are they still friends? And yeah, I read some things that like they they both have been really supportive of each other in, in kind of their, their Good. journeys going through this. And they they've still stayed close friends and and um have been supportive of each other through kind of what they're both going through in terms of, of being diagnosed with with um muscular dystrophy you know and ms and stuff so so yeah just um yeah yay female friendships absolutely absolutely <laughs> a great way to start off our love games series <laughs> for yeah. february on morgan hasn't seen with episode 201 of this yay. show Janine, uh, do we know what we're doing next week? I believe we, we are. Decided? We are going into some foreign film territory. Oh, we are going to be talking a Korean rom com called uh, "Seducing Mr. Perfect." I believe it's from okay. two thousand six. Yeah. Okay, there you go. Interesting, interesting yeah. new territory for Morgan hasn't seen. It's always a fun time going into new things, isn't it, Janine? That's the whole yeah. purpose of Morgan hasn't seen. And we're delighted to be back with a new series this side of episode 200. It was, of course, last week, if you haven't listened to that. Um, the whole celebratory series that we did all throughout January, celebrating 200 episodes of Morgan yeah. hasn't seen, taking a lovely look back at the history, our favourite series, we really, uh, we really highlighted some wonderful, wonderful moments, some great memories, the start of the show, some just outstanding series that we have done, all capped off, of course, with what we were talking about last week on our big milestone episode 200, which is just by far and away the single best series we've ever done on this show. Um, and I think it will take a lot of beating. I think we will have to come up with something particularly special if we're if we're gonna come close to beating that. As yes, a, as a quali pure quality, pure epitome. Yes, we of had everything. some great conversation, great looking back. I'm such a, such a fun, a fun, uh, reminiscing time um, to, really to really was. celebrate the show because yeah, we, we've done so much on that show, and it, it was great to take a look back and remember some really fun moments. So. But we carry on. We certainly yes. carry on. Um, and, and we were talking the sweetest thing today from 2002 to start off this series. It is not the only show we have on the It's a Wonderful podcast feed, though, is it, Janine? 
No, of course, we have our show, Monday Madness with Morgan and Machine, which you can find on the It's a Wonderful Podcast YouTube channel on top of being on this very feed in podcast form. That's our fun kickback show where we talk very topical topics and get into something fun, a fun discussion about something we're interested in. And then we play some fun and games. So a very chill show that you can watch on the It's a Wonderful Podcast YouTube channel or listen to on this feed. And of course, every Friday we have the main show, It's a Wonderful Podcast, where we give love to classic films. It is Black History Month, so we are talking some great Black classics. So you can check that out every Friday on the It's a Wonderful Podcast feed. Yes, that will be coming up all February, as well as actually episode 250 of the main show will be coming up in, in February as well. We will be missing a couple of weeks of Monday Madness because I am currently, as of the air date of this, on holiday. I'm not at home, so we we can't record uh, topical things at this current time. (laughs) I am not available for such things. Um, But there's plenty of stuff coming out, of course. Um, Morgan hasn't seen on the main show Uh, as well as other videos and things like that over on the It's a Wonderful Podcast YouTube channel. Subscribe, ding the notification bells over there. They do not stop. They are constant. There is just a a couple of weeks off from Monday Madness until I uh, return. Yes, but I have some fun Scream content that I've been working on and putting out uh, in celebration of the release of Scream 6, which I'm so excited about. So a look back at all the things I love about the Scream franchise. So check out those videos. And, you know, I'll be doing some fun shorts, maybe kind of uh, keeping tabs on the topical things that we would normally talk about on the Monday show. So we've been doing more shorts on the channel as well on YouTube. So, yeah, check it out. Hit the notification bell for all the things we have, you know popping up there on the regular now so and who's to say there isn't stuff from me too over on this wonderful podcast (laughs) youtube channel if you would like to support us on patreon or donate in any such way we can't do what we do without the generous wonderful support of our it's a wonderful podcast patrons please go to patreon.com slash it's a wonderful one find the tier that is right for you follow the link in the description to that and the donation page as well or you can just find us on social media on twitter at it's a wonderful one you can find me on twitter at the purple don with a three instead of the e in the because janine three is a magic number on instagram at the purple don all your delightfully goofy stuff is where you can find me at janine debean underscore on twitter janine debean on instagram and tiktok if you want to get any merch for any of our shows you can find that at our teespring shop to search it's wonderful podcast on teespring.com and if you want to purchase any of my art and print form you can find that at my big cartel shop g9design.bigcartel.com janine i'm afraid i'm going to have to ask you to not count down today but sing the song Oh my gosh. <laughs> You're too big to fit in here. Too big to fit in here. Too big to fit in here. Bye. Bye.